Hey, welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Daily Hustle. I am Coach Jerika, and I am so excited that you're here this morning. And I want to just say welcome to Avis, Angie, and Kathleen, and thank you for being on the call this morning. And also for anyone who hears this as a replay, we are so glad that you joined us. So with that, let's just dive right in, and I'm going to ask you, what is your sales process? So we have spent time working on offers. We have spent time working on building a container, talking on social media, uh, talking with your list. We've had blitz days where you've reached out to a minimum of 25 to 50 contacts. And now I want to ask, what is your sales process? You see, we've had lots of activity and a lot of the activity that we've had has had to do with marketing. But once we market, we have to sell because we can market, 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 market. But if no one comes to us in our sales process, then how do we make money? So it's very important that we have a sales process. And you might remember this coming up in one of the uh, last night school discussions about your sales process. So what is your process? So you have uh, marketing activities that you do online and maybe and, and offline. Maybe it's sending an email to your list on a consistent basis. Maybe it's posting on social media on a consistent basis. Um, maybe it's an event, which is what we are all working toward. Um, I know uh, Kathleen recently had a challenge, which is definitely um, an event and also a, a way of marketing. So we've had lots of things. I know um, Davis has a newsletter. So there's lots of activity that we're marketing and or that we're using for marketing. And, you know, I spoke in yesterday as well as in previous calls about being consistent with this so that when you have a lead, when someone steps up and says, I want to join your container, are you also taking that person's name, email, phone number, um, whatever information you're collecting from them. Are, they take, are you taking that information and you're adding it to your list? If someone says, hey, I want to get that free checklist or I want to get that free, you know, um, that free report on XYZ, are you collecting maybe through a landing page that person's information? And where is it going from there? Like, what is your sales process? So when you think about the activities that you're doing for marketing, and once they generate a lead, a name and contact information for a person who wants to come closer to you, either to um, that person wants to consume more of your content, that person wants to get on a call with you, that person wants to attend or be part of your challenge or your event, um, what happens from there? And what I'm going to ask you is to draw this out develop your sales process. So your homework is going to be one that you're going to need to do on your laptop or your computer and upload it into Discord. But what's your process? Once a per, once you get 
a person by having their name and their contact information, what happens next? First thing I'm going to ask you is where is that information stored? Are you storing it in an Excel spreadsheet? Are you using a tool such as Pipedrive to keep record of the people that you have coming closer who, or who are showing up as leads? Are you keeping record of it in some system? And then what happens after that? Do you send them an email and say, hey, welcome to my community? Do you send them an email that says, hey, here's a link to schedule a time with me? What is your process? How does it go? And it may go differently depending on the event or the marketing activity. What I'm going to ask you to please consider what happens when you get a lead, when you have a person who has come closer, either in your group or either you've met them or some other way that they've come closer to you? They've gotten on your list because you've given them your free checklist. What happens to them next? Do they go to a call? Do they attend another event, maybe at a lower, um, a low ticket um, cost? Do they, what is the next step for them? How do you get to the point of making the sale and having the transaction take place? Does everybody understand what I'm asking? If so, I want, if you understand what I'm asking and saying, what is your process? Then I'm going to ask you to put the word process in the chat. If you don't understand, then I need you to raise your hand and say, I don't understand. But I need you to, I want you to sketch out, even if it's a rough draft, even if you're like, I never really thought through this whole process thing, what happens, then what, so this is a great time to do it. Even if it's sketched out in pencil, just so that you can see it in your, in your mind's eye and put it down on paper. Because then once you get a draft down, you can always revise it. If you say, you know, I'm going to start out with, you know, here are my marketing activities. These are the things that I'm going to do. And then next, the person um, gets a 15 minute call with me. And then after that, they um, maybe they have another call and that call is a, a low uh, ticket call and we do a deeper dive, maybe we do a strategy session. I don't know. Whatever it is that your process is, however your process works, I, I know we talked um, basically in night school that time about how the process for do the damn thing is you have to come to an event first. It's either a virtual event or an in-person event, but you have to have, um, you have to experience an event in order to become part of the community. And your process can look like your process. It doesn't necessarily have to look like anyone else's process. You may have a process where the person um, comes closer, like I said, for a brief um, discovery call, 15 minute call, or you may have the process where the person experiences you in your challenge or the person experiences you in a webinar. However, your process is designed and just know that you can change your process. So don't have analysis or paralysis by analysis because 
you're like, what's the perfect process? Whatever the process is right now, get that down on paper so that in the future, as you're working and as you're building more, you can say, you know what, this process, I think I'd like to add to it, or I'd like to change some of the steps, whatever the process is. And then like, say you do put them in a database or some type of software tool to manage your leads, what happens from there? Do they receive an email? Do they receive a phone call? Do they receive a text? How often do they receive it? Like how often are you going to communicate with them? Are they going to now be on your email list and they'll get an email once a week? What is your process? And understand, and I, um, there is also, I don't, I'm not sure as I haven't seen it, um, I haven't seen the tools lately, but there is, there used to be a tool there for Lucid, which allows you to create, if you're a visual person, to create uh, process flows electronically. So you may check um, that software if you're not one that's inclined to drawing it. However, I don't, tell you to put this process down for no reason. I tell you so that it can help you to organize your thoughts and the way things go in your business, the way things run. So it also is helpful to have your process written out because what if you become ill one day and someone has to come in and be you or work on your behalf, they need to understand what your process flow is. They need to know that if they stepped in, where they could start and pick up where you left off, how would they handle any new customers? Maybe that you have enough videos of you where they're able to um, you know, keep things going from a content perspective, but behind the scenes, how, what is the process? Is that process laid out so that someone else could follow it if they needed to, if you were absent or if you were traveling or if you were ill? So with that, I'm going to encourage you, no matter how rough the draft is, to lay out your process. Even if you have to do a lot of erasing because you're like, now that I see it, I don't even think I like that process. I want to do it a different way. But whatever your process is, also make a list of your marketing activities so that you understand these are the things that I'm committed to doing. And you may even divide them between free and paid. Um, if you're paying to, uh, to have any um, marketing done or if you're paying to do any speaking, Sometimes people do that. If you are um, doing things for free, then I put those, you know, like email and text and whatever those cost you. However, make sure that you also keep a list of your marketing activities. Are you posting on social media? Are you emailing your group? Are you having a masterclass? Whatever your marketing activities are, keep, if you have a newsletter, keep a challenge, keep record of those so that you can also know what worked, what didn't. One of the things that I think is a really helpful thing to do um, in addition to setting up your processes is as you do, and so what we were talking about a sales process, process, but what about your marketing processes? What if you had a, an Excel spreadsheet or some type of um, chart where you kept track of your marketing campaigns. So maybe you ran a marketing campaign to lead up to your challenge. What specifically did you do? Did you do, you know, three Facebook lives? Um, when did you do them? Like what time did you do them? Did, how many guests did you have? And then how did that work? 
did that, you know, have you assessed how that worked? Were you able to um, get more clients signed up as a result of said marketing activity? But that's something to help you keep track of the activities that you're doing such that you are able to discern what works, what you want to tweak, what you want to do differently. So that's another process that you may want to keep record of. And that is more keeping track of what activities you're doing and what the return has been on them, if you're able to quantify them, or even you know what the engagement was. So I ran this ad or I had this event and I had this many people register but, and this many people show up. What are you keeping track of so that you can even evaluate if it's useful. So yesterday I talked about your activity and making sure it was consistent. Well, now that we have solved the consistency problem and we've got plans on the consistency of how we're going to market our business, then keep track of what marketing processes you use. So maybe you send a newsletter. How effective is that? Maybe you post a blog. How effective is that? Keep track of what it is that you are doing so that you won't just be throwing things in the dark and not have any, keep any record of how did that work out? How did that, you know, what happened with that? How did that, how did people respond? How did your audience respond to it? So with that, I know we started talking about your sales process. Also keep track of your marketing process. Keep track of your leads. So these are some of the tools um, that Tiffany talked about in uh, the week that she did uh, uh, licensed professional and coaching week. So you want to make sure that you have things written out and you're not just doing them off the top of your head. It will help you get these things out of your head and not try to keep track of them all in your head. It will also help you be able to evaluate and understand what works for you in your business and what you'd like to change. But if you're not keeping track of these things, then it's not very helpful for you. It's not very helpful for anyone who has to come and work with you or work on your behalf if for some reason you weren't available. And it will also help you be more consistent and um, more efficient, if you will, with your clients, because you're not figuring the processes out as you go along. You've um, kept track of your marketing uh, efforts and your marketing campaigns, and you know what works, you know what you'd like to change, because your goal is to reach as many customers as you can. You keep have a record of your sales process so that when anyone shows up to your business, however they may show up, whether it be through an event or whether it be through a group or connecting with you online, however they show up, you have a process to take them through and everyone goes through that same process. There may be some times when you make exceptions, but at least you will have a framework of how this sales process goes. And when you get to the sales call or you get to wherever the transaction is to take place, it's not such a, 
oh my gosh, how do we do this? Because you've had a process laid out to help get them there. And then within the Boss Complete, there's definitely the modules that talk about how to master the sales conversation. So I hope that you take these suggestions of laying out your marketing campaigns and your marketing efforts spell them out so that you can see what it is you're doing and you can see what's working, but make sure that you don't scrap something too soon before you decide that it's not working. I see a question. Do we have a process for each different kind of offering, i.e. your radio show, your challenge? It depends. Um, if there's, if I, if someone is on your radio show, um, or maybe you just have a list of the different ways that someone can get to you. Maybe they can come to you because they're a show guest. Maybe they can come to you because they're a challenge participant. But what happens after that said event, after the radio show and after the challenge, what happens from there? Do they go the same route? Um, maybe it's to a follow-up call, or if they go a different route, maybe you would have a process written out for each one of those. I think that's a decision that you'll have to make um, looking at how your processes goes. Is it efficient to have it all, is that they all follow the same process? Only you can answer that. But um, I think that when you lay it out and decide what it looks like for each one of those ways that people can get to you, whatever their next step is will tell you if it can all be in the same, um, if it can all be in the same process or if there's a different process. And maybe you have different processes for different types of clients. So maybe there's a client that comes to you and, or if you lay out your, your process in its entirety, there may be steps that people pass over or skip steps. So if someone comes to me and they have an initial call and they decide uh, I'm not ready for coaching, but I'd like to have a strategy call, then that's a step in the process. But then there are some people who come and they say, hey, I'm just ready to go right into coaching. And therefore the strategy call is included. However, they skip, if you will, that step of having a strategy call before they become a coaching client. But it could all be in the same place. And if you've seen where, um, processes have been laid out almost like in a decision matrix where it says, does the person, I would maybe from that example I just gave, does the person um, have a strategy call session first? Yes, then they would go a certain direction. If the, the person doesn't have a strategy call first and they go directly to coaching, the answer to that question would be no, and they go a different route. So I think that as you start to sketch out your process, Kathleen, you will be able to answer if you need a process for each different kind of offering because you know where each lead goes after each step of the radio show or the challenge. Any other questions about your processes or even capturing your marketing campaigns or your marketing efforts? All right, I would love to see your homework today in Discord. And as I said, it can be a rough sketch and you can take a picture of it and you can upload it, but make a sketch as rough as it needs to be or as finalized as it can be, make a sketch of your process and upload it in the homework help. 
I can't wait to see your sketches. Don't worry about being an artist. Even if you have to write the words and then just draw a box around it and an arrow, whatever needs to happen, do that because it's the first step in solidifying all of this in your mind and getting it out of your head and onto paper so that you can tweak it so that you can refine it and so that it can serve as a guide if anyone ever has to support you um, as you know someone who's working for you or if they have to support you in your absence. With that, I will see you over in Discord. I can't wait to see your processes. And remember to add any other questions that you have in Discord so that we can keep you moving forward. Take care and have an awesome Wednesday.